do not let your idolatry of a thing hinder or blind you from taking a step back, analyzing the thing again, and realizing that it's not God's best. Like, don't don't allow your your idolatry of a thing. Like, oh God, like I prayed for this for so long, and it's finally here. And then, meanwhile, God is literally shoving red flags down your throat. <laughs> you're just not you're not getting it right (laughs) like you're not it's not coming to you um and and you're thinking like oh god but i prayed for it it's fine i prayed for it and and you gave it to me but god like the devil can also send us counterfeits and god can also him being god can send us counterfeits just to see if we love that thing more than him You are listening to the Called by My Name podcast, where we have conversations about what it means to be called out for Christ. What does that look like? And I mean, what does that really look like? Like in everyday scenarios, in everyday encounters, in everyday experiences, even in everyday topics and discussions. Let's talk about it. What is up, you guys? It is your girl, Gloria, back with another podcast episode. How are you doing, y'all? How are you feeling? How was your day? Did you work today? If you didn't work today, what did you do? How was your weekend? How's your week? All the things. I'm always interested to know what's been going on with y'all before I start babbling and talking about why I'm here on this mic tonight. <laughs> but, um, no, how I've been doing, um, y'all, your girls? Your girl's been going through it low-key, <laughs> for real. Y'all know, like, one of the things I, I stand for is truth and transparency and relatability and being honest with how you feel. And, um, yeah, the ending of 2022 is, yo, the, the devil trying to take me out with the year, for real. But um, I'm really learning that there really is no monster like your mind, Like I was telling my best friend that the other day that like, I feel like a lot of times, of course, like we, we, um, you know what I'm saying? Like focus on just different things that are happening in the world and just like the devil and like, oh, this, that, and like principalities and powers, but there really is no stronghold like your mind. Like all it takes is one bad thought to sit for too long and for it to completely like just shift you know what I'm saying like how you see yourself how you see the world and um it's the enemy has a really funny way of like magnifying like the most smallest things or the things that before really weren't relevant to you or really wasn't that big of a deal to you and it's like he like I don't know it's like he makes you hone in on this one thing and makes it so much bigger than what it really really is but Um, but no, like, and also God's really been working with me concerning like my heart and listen, God really, (laughs) God being God, right? Being God, God really speaking to you about your heart and not just your heart, but those things that you don't want to speak on. Like those things that you feel like, no, God, like I have a right to feel this way or I have a right to you know what I'm saying? Have that in my heart because you let that happen and you you brought that person here and you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Um, but God doesn't work that like that. Like God is a God, I'm learning God is a God that he 
sits high, but he looks low, right? So a lot of times we don't really understand why he does things, you know? Like, we really don't understand why he does things, why he allows things to happen. But sometimes he allows us to go through stuff to to really, truly, truly, truly prepare us for what's next. I know, like, you know what I'm saying? That's a really churchy term, and that's something that we always hear. Like, oh, like, you know, God's preparing you for what's next. And da, da, da. But that's real, though, because a lot of times, like, we can pray, like, oh, God, give me this, and give me that opportunity, and, and let me connect with that person. Let me do that. And God's like, you don't even, you don't even, like, you don't even have patience, and you you want to work with that person, you know what I'm saying? That's like slower than 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 like the way that the pace that you have, you know, of doing things or you don't even have you don't even have like confidence, but you want me to take you to nations, right? And you can you don't even have enough confidence to speak to your coworker about me, let alone a foreign country. You know what I'm saying? So like no, but I'm I'm really I'm saying all that to say that God is very very specific and he's very intentional even though a lot of times like we get frustrated with him and it's like god like what are you doing like what what are you actually doing but he knows exactly what he's doing and i'm really learning uh that joy faith and hope really is a choice like that like to me like that probably is like the biggest lesson that i'm learning right now currently at the end of 2022 is the power of choice and i'm gonna get more into that at the end of this episode because it kind of is gonna lead into what i'm gonna talk about more next year but um no like i'm really learning that like joy is a choice like I'm learning like the more you really grow in your faith journey, the more you realize that life is going to happen, man. Like life is really, really going to happen. And like when Jesus really says that, like the like how the more you live for him, the more you suffer and um, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But um, the Lord, but take heart, the Lord has overcome them all. Like that's real. Like that really, really is real. So I'm learning that like faith, like having faith and really, really choosing to look at a thing, but choosing to look at it from a renewed perspective. Like no wonder the Bible says like literally like continuously renew your mind by the word of God, like and by the Holy Spirit. That's a real thing. Like continuously ruin your mind because the enemy knows like the power of your mind and he knows that life is still gonna be life in you know what i'm saying like regardless okay like we're believers and and we believe in jesus and we have all these beautiful things yes that that's what we stand for but you still have that job you gotta go to you still have that parent that's actually very traumatic and caused a lot of trauma that you have right now as an adult. Like you still um, are healing from that broken relationship. You're still um, trying to really process what that friend said to you that backstabbed you. Like life is still going to still going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So choosing to have a renewed perspective on top of that, like that, that's a conscious, a conscious effort for real. So it's like in moments like this, I really thank God for the blood. Like, I'm not going to go up, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> like, go up as in, like, you know what I'm saying? Start speaking in tongues. But, like, no, for real. Like, I'm serious. Like, the blood, like, seriously, like, the blood that really, really picks me up, even when I don't want to be picked up. For real. Like, because I'm, I'm telling you, like, you get to a place, you know what I'm saying, um, in certain seasons where 
you know that you're in a dark place, but you're like, you know what, God, I'm actually tired. Like I'm actually exhausted. And to be quite frank with you, I'm okay if I stay right here. Like, I'm so glad that we serve a God that like wants more for us. And we say it a lot, but I'm serious. Like that literally, like literally wants more for you and doesn't take your words um, for what it is, like how we're like, oh God, well, just leave me, leave me. If God were to leave us, let me tell you something, we would have been burning already. Like we would have been, we would have been in hell, like straight up, seriously. No, but, um, that's not what this episode is about, but yeah, so that's really to check in on me. Um, and also y'all, I've been reading this book. So my best friend, she is, I love her. I love her so much. Um, I literally trust that girl with my life, right? And I'm so grateful to have a friend like her and a sister like her. But last year, it's funny because last year this time, she got me this book called um, The Hard Good. And I have it right here with me. Um, It's by Lisa Whittle. And it's called The Hard Good, Showing Up for God to Work in You When You Want to Shut Down. And it's funny because (laughs) I'm laughing about this now because when I had the realization, I was like, God, you're you're a comedian. Do you know that? No, but she, she gave me this book this time last year. Um, and it's, it's, it's funny because I picked it up this time last year for a reason similar, similar as to why I'm picking it back up this year, right? During this time. (laughs) But, um, there was something that she said, let me find it. Okay. It's right here. Um, she said, and I quote, His purpose for us, no, let me, let me back up. Entitlement is also a hindrance to God's ability to do his greatest work in and through us. His purpose for us doesn't depend on our willingness to face and confront those feelings that often lead to behaviors, but, but our usability. In other words, we will be limited in how powerful for the kingdom God will, will be based on how much we let God chisel us through facing the hard, which in turn produces the good. Did you catch the distinction? Purpose and usability are two different things. God's purpose for us cannot be altered and has been predetermined. All believers have the same one to go and make disciples of all nations, but we can live below our potential and never see God do the work in and through us he wants to do. So that really, really, really humbled me real quick when I was really operating in like, you know, trying to manipulate God and, you know, pride and, you know, blase, blase. But seriously, like that, that this book in, in general as a whole, and I 100% recommend it. I got it off of Amazon, y'all. It's on Amazon. Um, it's called uh, The Hard Good by Lisa Whittle. And it's really, really good. But that small piece in the second chapter really, really humbled me because it's just like a lot of times it's like we we become comfortable with who God is, right? And and how, yes, God is a good God. He's a loving God. But sometimes we try to, it's like, mm, it's funny. I'm I, I, This is the first time I'm actually saying this out loud, but it's like sometimes we want to look at that as a weakness like oh god you're good okay so let me just so since you're good and you're kind if you're not going to give me that I'm just not going to talk to you for about three weeks and because you're good you're gonna have to keep on knocking at my door and just give me the thing I'm telling you to give then we can talk 
Like, I'm serious. Like, if we can really be honest here about how manipulative we can really be when it comes to God, like, we really view certain characteristics as God, like, okay, well, he's good and he's forgiving, so he's going to have to forgive me. He's going to have to just give me what I want, and then we can talk, and then I can pray to him again. Like, for real, that's, I'm telling you, that's really, really how we are. So, like, this chapter in this book, in this part specifically, really humbled me because it's just like, yes, God has given you a purpose, and that can never be altered or shaken by anything or anyone, right? Like, no, no demon in hell, nothing can, can shake that. But as far as how much God can actually do with that purpose that he's implanted in you, that's your decision. That's your decision. That, and, that, that's, and that is where the beauty of choice comes in, right? So that, that's, that's really what I'm learning right now is choice 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 the beauty but the struggle of it at the same time so not gonna dive too much into that because I'm gonna talk more about that um later (laughs) but but yeah so that's really what's been going on with me y'all but before I get into this episode which you probably can read by the title this episode is basically my biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 because 2022 was Looking back, I laugh and thank God like I'm I'm to that point. But 2022 for real for real threw me for a loop. Like I really wasn't prepared for what I was going to experience this year. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful because I see God's hands and I also see my growth, right? Because when you go through certain things, like it's really 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 hard to see to try to see the light on the other side of things. But like when you really get to a point and you look back and it's like, whoa, I actually survived all of this. Like it really, really is beautiful. But so that's really the purpose of this episode, y'all. I really, really want to just really talk about my biggest lessons and what I really learned (laughs) this year. And, and just, yeah, like the core, the core lessons that God really taught me this year. But before I get into that, y'all, I kind of want to, you know, do some house maintenance, like I always do. And just like talk about certain stuff, right, that's been happening in, you know, in the world and different things like that, that I feel like are relevant. Because y'all know, like, what I'm trying to pivot my podcast to do is to talk about um, what's happening in the world, but from a Christian perspective, right? Like not just closing our eyes or shutting our eyes or closing our ears to not hear nor see or different things like that, but to see what's happening, be honest with what's going on, but hear what God is saying, right? Because if we don't have a if we are not giving our godly perspective on it, then who who do we expect to do that, right? So the first thing I want to talk about, so I'm not sure if you guys know Derek Johnson. So basically, Derek Johnson is getting a divorce. Now, I know you guys are probably like, why is, why is this relevant? So this is relevant. Let me give a little backstory. Derek Johnson, he was a Christian relationship, relationship expert whose platform was solely directed towards women um, and only giving advice to women. Now, I personally, to me, I don't, I don't have a problem with that to a certain extent. To me, it's kind of weird how his platform was 
solely to women and he's a man now mind you i am not saying that as a man oh you can't even you know speak on on women at all no 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 no. i mean because personally to me like i actually truly truly desire to have solid good male friends in my life i do not believe the conspiracy theory of oh men men and women can't be friends i believe that immature ones cannot be friends but i feel like um, people with clear intentions, with no hidden motives or no hidden things, and that really value communication. So if something is there, it's brought up, you know, it's nothing that's really hidden. It can happen. Like Jesus and, and the apostles had women that followed them, like Mary Magdalene, and we hear no scandal or anything, you know what I'm saying? Like we never heard that. So it's true, right? So I'm not I'm not saying that like, oh, well, as a man, you're not supposed to supposed to talk about anything concerning women. And no, no, that's not what I'm saying. But to me, it, it was just very weird because he was just like, oh, women, if you want to get a man in this in this amount of time, you got to do this. And and men like this and men like that. And like, I don't know. It was it was really, really weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I don't know. I'm like probably just primarily speak on things that like you actually understand and that you actually know which is probably about like men and stuff like that just to emphasize I'm not saying that men cannot speak on women issues I just think that there's a limited perspective there because you're not a woman you know what I'm saying so basically a lot of women were gushing over Derek Johnson right so a lot of women, um, and mind you, he was a Christian relationship expert, right? So we already know how the the, the saints, uh, the Christian saints, women saints love to, you know, idolize marriage and stuff like that, like I have done in the past. Um, but women were really gushing over him and praising him for what he was saying. Like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Like, this is so great. You're such a man of God. And yeah, yada, yada, yada. Come to find out, and, and this happened, I believe this kind of came out, I want to say, like, the beginning of last year. I cannot really remember. I want to say the beginning of last year, but come to find out, um, a mistress came forth announcing that he was cheating on his wife with her. Mind you, no one even knew he had a wife at all, um, so this was actually very, very surprising. Anyway, him and his wife um, made a video addressing all the allegations and rumors and, you know, saying like, oh, you know, this is an attack on our marriage and, you know, God is faithful, you know, which he is. He very much is. But when you watch the video, like, and you look at his wife something's very 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 off like you know what i'm saying like and people were really people were really being rude and really you know making jokes on her appearance and different stuff like that i'm not going to do that cuz i have no right to do that but when you look in her eyes like there's something really really off like just from the video the posture of it what he's saying based off of the facts that people are actually coming out about this man like it's just like you're giving manipulator like for real, like for real, for real. So after this, right, um, still allegations were coming forth. And like a few weeks ago, actually. So that like video that they made, like that he made with his wife actually came out. Like I said, I can't really timestamp it specifically, but I want to say it was like the beginning of 2021, I want to say, or the ending of 2020 around there. But basically, a few weeks ago, so still, till this day, like, you know, people were really, really trash talking Derek Johnson, which I'm saying, I'm not condoning that, but people were basically, allegations were still coming, y'all. Like, women, multiple women were coming forth that this man is cheating on his wife. And a few weeks ago, and this is the main reason why I'm, I want to bring this up, a few weeks ago, his wife um, made a video straight cursing people, like, 
y'all, like, I don't mean like, oh, you a, you a beep, you a beep. Like, no, like her literally saying, I hope you choke on every word that you try to say against me. Or I hope that the you, every ground that you step on, like sinks you down into earth. Like y'all know, like, (laughs) and I'm bringing that up because a lot of Christians think, oh, well, I'm using my authority. We have to be careful. Like you, there's a difference between you praying against a spirit in somebody and using that authority to cast that spirit down to the pits of hell from where it came compared to you straight cursing people and hoping they die. That is witchcraft. Like I'll be the first to say that is straight up witchcraft like witches are not just on flying brooms and in in black hats like your mouth can really make you operate in that type of flow in that type of demonic flow so a lot of christians you know do that especially me being nigerian like it wasn't until like my spiritual mentors now really told me like, hey, yeah, that's actually not of God when you really pray. Oh, God, like consume that person and and and, and trap them and, and torture, torture them and torment them until they come apart like that. None of like that is not like, <laughs> that's not of God. That is not of God. Right. So that was was I, I watched the video and even for me being Nigerian and really hearing prayers like that. Um, just in our in our culture, because unfortunately, that's just a normal thing to have those intense, really dangerous prayers. Even when I watched the video, I was just like, yo, like this woman is like for real, for real cursing people. Right. Um, and basically what happened now, right, is he wants a divorce. Right. So this to me, I'm bringing this up because I think this really, really ties back into my purity culture chokehold episode where, you know, when it comes to relationships and when it comes to doing the work for a relationship, the pressure is really put on Christian women. So you have this woman and it's crazy because if you really like people were really, you know, <laughs> social media is funny because people really turn into full-blown researchers, but like people were really digging up photos of how his wife looked before him and she looked amazing. Like she really, really looked good. And now like she, she's not taking care of herself, right? Because she's trying to fight for a marriage that her husband clocked out of years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so here you have a Christian housewife, that lost herself, lost her identity, and is fighting for something that has been ended. But there's no accountability for the man, right? Because when it comes to purity culture in certain instances, no one's really talking to the men. And I thank God that now um, we have a lot of like um, great pastors that are actually rising up to really hold men accountable and really, not even just hold them accountable, really create that safe space for men to really talk. Because just a innately how men are men aren't like gushy gushy emotional how like how us women are that's just not how god made them so us women we can like get emotional and have deep conversations men it's just not innate to them (laughs) they have to feel comfortable they have to trust you they have to know that whatever they say you're still not going to look at them as weak you know what i'm saying so 
Um, so yeah, so so that's really why I really brought this up because I'm like, hmm, that really relates to purity culture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mind you, he was a quote unquote Christian relationship expert. Meanwhile, homeboy, you know what I'm saying, was dancing with the demons in his own house. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. It really, really doesn't. But um, all in all, people are really, you know, people are being rude. Social media, y'all are funny, but like people are being really, really rude about his wife and and stuff like that. And um, people are saying, oh, well, you know, it's karma. So, you know, but I'm not in this instance. It's like the Bible talks about sowing and reaping. So the world calls it karma. The Bible calls it sowing and reaping. You know what I'm saying? So you you really can't expect to open your mouth and to literally speak and wish death upon the entire human population and really expect for things to not come back on you or fall back on you so um so yeah I just really brought that up because I was like wow that really relates to purity culture you know and just um also just the power of your tongue and how there's the power of life and death in your tongue so all in all I really does I really do pray that she heals and that she finds herself again and God really reintroduces himself the truth of who he is and also her his truth to her um so, and as far as Derek Johnson, I, I'm not going to, of course, I'm never going to wish any bad on anybody, but I really, really hope that um, the man just is held accountable for his actions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And oh, and also one last update. When he posted the update on social media, like, oh yeah, me and my wife are divorcing. You know, we really tried this for years and it just wasn't working and all, you know, yada, yada, yada. A picture surface of him being with another girl in Miami the next day. So I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, and he claims to be a Christian relationship expert. And I'm not, like, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to count somebody's sins or forthcoming. No, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, it's always important to test the fruit. Okay? Like, somebody just being Christian is not enough anymore, ladies. Like, and men. It's, it's just not enough anymore. So... Yeah, so I'm gonna just leave that where it's at. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about before I get into the episode is I'm not sure if you guys have seen it's all over social media, but there's been these four labor and delivery nurses from Emory Hospital in Atlanta. Um, they made an ick video, and um, as a black woman, I just wanted to speak on this topic because I think it's really, really relevant and it's very, very sad. But um, there's this trend on TikTok that's going around of um, people making ick videos. So how I've seen it mainly done in a normal matter is like uh, people that are in relationships, like the girlfriends, you know, naming icks about her boyfriend. So basically things she doesn't like, but of course she still loves him, but like things she doesn't like and vice versa for the male. Um, I've seen friends do it and different things like this. So basically like there's just this trend of people doing an ick video. So basically speaking about things that just like give you the ick about the other person that you just really don't like about the other person, obviously. So these labor and delivery nurses thought that this was relevant and, and appropriate to do this in their uniform, in the hospital, in their workplace. They decided to do an ick video. And um, I'm not going to quote, you know, word for word the icks they were talking about, but they were talking about their labor and delivery patients and just different things. I know like one was just like, oh, I'm, you know, my ick is is the moment you walk in the door, you're talking about, can you take a shower and get something to eat? Like, can you wait? And I'm like, what? Like, 
huh? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Somebody else said, um, my ick is when the father, um, tells me to go outside with him because he wants to take a paternity test. And then somebody else said, my ick, um, is saying that you don't want an epidural, but you're in eight out of 10 pain and you're not even, um, five centimeters dilated and all this stuff. So like, to me, like, you know, (laughs) that is, that's really, really scary, um, to me, the scariest part about that video is how three out of four of the nurses were black women. And here's my problem with that. My problem with that is that as black women, we know the infant mortality rate and we know the mortality rate among black women when it comes to delivering and when it comes to labor and delivery. So for black women to make this video really attacking their patients, and that's what's crazy. It's just like, now, my, like nurses, listen, nurses, when we say not all superheroes wear capes, that is nurses. Like if it wasn't for nurses, my God, what will be healthcare, right? Seriously. So if you're a nurse, thank you so much for your service and God bless you. And I pray he continues to give you the strength to keep going. But it's like, as you, with you being a nurse, like you literally are faced with people in their most vulnerable state. So for you to make a video with, you know, attacking that or for you to make a video really making fun of people and and what they ask you because your job is to help them, right? Or or whether it's, whether it's, you know, if you're annoyed by, you know, they ask you too many questions or, you know, oh, you should already know the answer to this or whatever. Like you're still there to help them. And, And why? I don't, I really don't understand why they thought it was appropriate to make this video in your uniform. Listen, America, there's a lot of problems with America. All right. A, a lot. But one thing this place doesn't play with is with their is with their image, specifically on healthcare and the government. Like when it comes to their image, they're going <laughs> to cut ties real quick. You know what I'm saying? So um, the hospital that they worked at, the hospital that they worked at, which was Emory Hospital, um, came out with a statement basically saying like, yeah, this is not what we really stand for. We apologize. Like both of them, all the nurses have been terminated, which to me, I'm like, dang, like I'm definitely not going to wish bad on somebody. I'm not going to say like, oh, that's what you get. But I mean, I really don't know what else they expected (laughs) from making a video. Like even if you just, you decided to make a video like that, at least do it outside of your job, (laughs) not in your uniform. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And and the fact that they were black women, that was really painful to me because it's just like, man, when I get pregnant, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a home water birth. Okay. Like that is what I'm trying to have because like stuff like that is very scary. And just the fact that it's like, Y'all are black women. Y'all know what we face. Y'all know what's on our back. Y'all know the, the statistics of the infant mortality rate and how many black women die giving birth. Like, why would you, you know this? And this is why I even say, like, in my previous episodes, how a lot of times I love us black people, but a lot of times we love oppression. We, we really, really do. And, and a lot of times for, for certain instances, right, it's not just our counterparts. Sometimes it's us that are oppressing ourselves because we don't take a step back and look, whoa, I'm actually 
repeating or I'm actually duplicating what people, you know, our some counter some racist counterparts do to us. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. So it's crazy. If you haven't watched the video and you can obviously handle it, um, definitely I definitely recommend you watch it and you tell me your thoughts um, because to me it was really disturbing and it was really disheartening you know because you know I'm, I'm a black woman so I, I love to support you know other black women and really love to uplift them but I'm like sis like I don't know why y'all thought this was smart like I I really really don't know why y'all thought this was smart but anyway that's my updates y'all that's my house cleaning <laughs> house cleaning kind of in a way but we're gonna get into the main topics of this podcast episode all right, 2022. <laughs> so at the beginning of this year, so traditionally, I normally spend my New Year's at church, right? So at the end of 2021, so New Year's Eve, I normally spend uh, my New Year's like Eve transitioning to the new year at church. So y'all know like, if you if you grew up in church, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like it's like the last five minutes before the new year, and the pastor is saying, "Ask God and, and ask Him, you know, what you want Him, um, what He wants you to do this year, and also tell Him what you want Him to do, and just say, God, give me a word. God, give me a word." So here I am, 11:55. Um, actually, I don't even know what time it is, but I'm gonna say 11:55 on this episode. 11:55. <laughs> Um, on December 31st, 2021. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, Lord, give me a word for what I should expect in 2022. Like, give me, give me a word. What should I expect? What do you want to do? And he showed a picture of me on a roller coaster. And, um, I remember on the roller coaster, um, my hands were on the side of my seat. Like they weren't, um, on the on the handle if that makes sense trying to control the speed of the roller coaster it was simply just allowing the roller coaster to do what it does and just go with the roller coaster and I was like all right God what is that (laughs) and the Lord said enjoy the ride if you will only let go and allow me to take you where I want to take you I will take you as high as I want to take you and as low as I want to take you but I'll blow your mind and I'm like, all right, okay, God, you're going to take me up. You're going to take me up. You're going to skyrocket me. You're going to you know, do all these things, blase, blase. But roller coasters also go down too, right? <laughs> so that was definitely um, a part of this year, right? Roller coasters don't only just go up. They also go down and twist and turn and stop and break and do all of that, right? So... Um, so yeah, that was the word God gave me at, um, for 2022 was to enjoy the ride. But, you know, even with him saying that, I'm still like, you know, God, it's going to be a great year and you're going to take me for a ride and you're going to take me places and you're going to do this and do that and do this and that and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, it was, it was that, but it was other stuff too. (laughs) So I really want this episode. I don't don't want this episode to be too long, you guys. And I feel like I always say that, but it always ends up being over an hour. But I really don't want this to be too long. I really want this episode to really, really just, um, for me just to really talk about my biggest lessons this year and what I really, really, when I think back on this year, um, 
what I really learned because I'm like, okay, what better way to end off the podcast um, for the year? Not completely, God forbid, but (laughs) just for the year um, as the year closes um, than to talk about what I learned. So we're going to get, we're just going to get right into it, y'all. So I'm just going to honestly just list, like I literally was sitting down the other day and I was just really just journaling with God and really just literally going by month by month and literally just listing, okay, what did I learn that month? What did I learn in that season? What did God teach me in that season? So the first thing I really want to talk about, or the first thing that I learned per more say is that I learned that, um, the process sucks. <laughs> what better way to start, right? But no, for real, like the process sucks, But being able to look back and see God's hand and to see his presence and to see his goodness is beautiful. Like, it's interesting because today I was um, on, I think I was on TikTok or Instagram. I don't even know. I'm on both of them way too much anyway, but I think I was on TikTok, I believe so. And um, I was watching a TikTok um, of this worship leader just talking about the goodness of God. And she was just like, how many of you know that you can't wait for you to feel like it? You literally have to be like, God, I may not have a house, but you're good. I may not be, I may not be happy right now with you, but you're still good. I may still have problems in that relationship, but you're still good. I may Um, be angry at you because you allowed that to happen to me but you're still good like who like when I tell y'all like that took me up for real because it's just like my god like and it's a choice like I said it's a choice you you can choose to look back at this year and be bitter and be angry trust me (laughs) trust me I know that all too well but seriously like you can really really choose to look back at this year and to be bitter, be angry at God, be like, God, this year was pointless and you, you actually just wasted my time. Or you can say, God, even though that happened and I didn't expect it, I thank you because nothing catches you by surprise, even though, you know, it catches me by surprise. It doesn't catch you by surprise. So I'm grateful. Um, but yeah, it's it's like when you when you're able to look back and really reflect because that's that's one thing that I'm I'm really trying to get back into y'all. I'm really trying to get back into journaling because I really really want um to really get back into that self-reflective state and just that normality of just really taking my journal and just writing things. And even for me like in this season where I just don't even have the um the strength or even just the desire to really pray like journaling has really really helped me because it's like to me I look at journaling as a way of speaking to God of course but also saying things that I don't want to say out of my mouth verbally but I can write it down so it's like um when I journal and especially specifically when I was even like uh writing different lessons that I learned this year Um, it was like, I was able to see things from his point of view. And I'm like, wow, God, all of these lessons, like I'm grateful because there's a reason why you're teaching me this because obviously, you know, I'll need this for what's coming and you'll know I'll need this for my next. So I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm so glad that we, we serve a God that doesn't not only is never surprised, never like things never catches him by surprise, but he never he also never gets overwhelmed. 
Like he doesn't get overwhelmed by the twists and turns <laughs> of this year and, and the twists and turns of this year and, and just different things like just really, you know, taking me this way, taking me that way, growing me this way, knocking me down that way, you know, taking me for a loop that way, like how God's never overwhelmed by it. But he's a God that stays calm, planted and firm in his word. Like sometimes y'all, my tomorrow frighten me, frightens me, like my God, let alone knowing the whole of the year and like, like all the details of what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, but no, like that's definitely like one of the lessons I learned is that um, the process does suck. And it's very, 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 like I said earlier in this episode, it's very, very hard to see the beauty in things while you're going through it. Seriously, it's it's really, really hard, even if it's a good thing. Like, say, even if you you um, are building a house. Right. And that's a blessing. That's a, that's an exciting process. Um, it's still exhausting. Like there's a lot of papers that need to, you know, be signed. A lot of, you know, you have to talk, talk to the contractors, the builders, um, you know, making sure everything is perfect. You know, let's not even get on to just buying all the stuff, right, that goes into a house, you know, and, 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 and all of that and facing the reality of, of, you know, bills. And okay, like you have a house, you're going to pay house money, right? And, and bills and different utilities and stuff like that. So it's like... Um, the process of things, even good things, it, it, it can be hard, but always remember to always never forget to look back and to um, see everything, even though you may look back still with anger till this day. You may look back still with um, uh, uncertainty and just confusion, but um, really, really ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to see God's hand and how God ends certain things or starts certain things or or pushes certain things back or opens that door, closes that door for your protection and for your good. So that's the first thing that I learned. Um, Something else that I learned is that your path is your path. Like just focus on what God is saying to you and what you should be doing right now. Do not compare. Social media, I will be the first. If you've never heard this, I'll be the first to say it. Social media is fake. It's fun. It's fun. It, it, it's a fun outlet. It, it's a fun app. It, it's fun to, to take cute pictures and, and to post it, especially being a creator like myself. It's really fun to have a place to be creative and, and, to, and to share the world with, you know, share your gift with the world. But... Um, it's fake, right? <laughs> like social media is fake. It's really, really fake. And and I feel like a lot of times we we really try to paint people's lives off of just a snapshot. When people really say that social media really is like highlight reels, it's real. Like, please do not compare. You will be very surprised. You'd be very surprised how many of us are actually going through the exact same thing. We just don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like we we just don't talk because we feel that we're the only one. So why talk to somebody, you know, and, and, and reveal my weakness and to say all these things? They're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Like, no, like a lot of us are going through the same thing. I'm telling you. And, and one of probably to me, like one of the biggest um, lessons that somebody or different, you know, one of the biggest pieces of advice, sorry, that somebody said to me um, years ago was to define your own definition of luxury. Like 
that has been helping me. Like, do not compare. Like, do what makes you happy and do what satisfies you, right? So you're probably on social media and the friends that you knew from high school, they taken a one-way trip to, to Cancun, right? And you're over here getting excited for being able to light your candles when you get home from work. Like, that's okay. That Because that's just what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, like define your own definition of luxury and just don't compare yourself because you'll be surprised. You'll be very surprised how how um, a lot of us are going through the same thing. That's why a lot of different content creators and just different influencers, a lot of those people that really are transparent and open up about their life and their journey and what they're going through right now, it's like people are, are, are drawn to them because us humans, like we're called to relationship. So to find somebody that we can relate to, and to find somebody that is going through what we're going through that in silence and behind closed doors, my God, it's like it's like a light. It's what we need, you know? So so yeah, that's one thing. Um, something else I would say is mm, it wasn't a mistake. It was a lesson. And a necessary one at that. <laughs> know that God never wastes his time. Um, in turn, he'll never waste your time. There's a reason and a purpose behind everything. So please, please remember that um, God never wastes his time. Because for me, 2022, <laughs> there were certain things I expected, but there were certain things that I did not, like I did not, did not expect <laughs> for things to end the way they did or the, for things to, to happen the way they did. Like I just, I didn't, I mean, you couldn't have, you couldn't have told me <laughs> earlier 2022 that it was actually going to happen. And that was going to be my reality this year. Um, but even though it, it took me some time to look back at that and to actually appreciate those moments, now I can't help but to say, God, you know what I need and you never waste your time. So, and especially for me being a person that like, and I'm, st- I'm still trying to get delivered from this mindset, but just naturally, I'm just like, unless the end result is in that thing, that tangible thing that is evident um, that I went through that and I arrived and that's the thing we, we've never arrived but like it's like for me unless I unless the end result is my result like like the thing that I want it was a waste of time there was no point to it and it was just stupid but that's just not how God works that's that's not how he works that's not how he works a lot of things are lessons a lot of things are lessons like if we it's it's funny because my apostle on Sunday, he said something. He was just like, where would you be if God never actually brought you through certain stuff? If God really never tested you on certain stuff? And if you can really think about that, like, that's a real question. Like, if God were to never take us through certain stuff and allow us to face different falls and allow us to... um really uh, face different circumstances and go through different trials and tribulations, we would be very prideful. Like we would be, we would be very prideful. We would literally be Lucifer walking. Like we would think that we're untouchable naturally because that's just our flesh. That's literally just our flesh. Um, 
So please, please, please know, and I'm saying this from somebody that is saying this to myself, know that God never makes mistakes. Even when you make a mistake, even when you act outside of God's will, God is the restore. And and still nothing catches him by surprise. Like nothing catches him by surprise. So you may think, God, I, I didn't mean to, to, to say that to that person or God, I didn't mean to make that move or God, I didn't mean to, you know, um, take that opportunity that I wasn't ready for. God knew you were going to do that. He knew it. Like, he literally knew it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just take everything as a lesson um, and just widen your perspective of of life and, and when it does things to us, right? So, I would say that. Something else that I learned, ooh, friendships. Oh, God. Let those friendships go. Like those friendships, and what I what I what I mean by that is I mean those friendships that are holding on by a thread, and the thread is you, like because the other person, like there's n- there's no reciprocity whatsoever, right? So, um, just let those friendships go. Let those friendships go. Seasonal friendships are a thing, and this probably has to be one of the biggest things I learned this year, because. Because I was still holding on to, um, no, it was supposed to be that me and this person, it was supposed to be me and her sisters for life. It was supposed to be, you know, us still, you know, together and holding on to that friendship and stuff like that. It hindered me from embracing the friendships that are around me right now because I was still looking back at those friends I haven't talked to for for a long time. Now, also, what I learned this year is adult friendships. And I talked about this in my Shanquilla Robinson episode. Adult friendships, they're different than friendships in college and in high school because with adult friendships, like, there's a lot of different things in consideration. Like it's not just you and that person. If they're married, if they have kids, if they live in a different city or a different continent, different country, if they, um, their family situation, their parents, like there's so many different aspects that, that come into play when it comes to being an adult and also having friends. Um, so, so adult friendships are different, but I'm talking about those friendships that you know, like, the value of it, it's not even there for you anymore. Like the only thing that is keeping the friendship intact is the title. Like that's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's really it. So it's just like, let those friendships go. It's going to be hard. It's, it's going to be hard because especially when you're just like me, like, no, it's supposed to be this. Like, no, we always said this. And we always said, you know, you were going to be my bridesmaid in my wedding one day. <laughs> and like, I was going to be your godmother for your child or whatever. Like, you know, we hold on to these things, but let them go. And it doesn't have to be any beef either. Like, I feel like a lot of times, especially like in, in our generation, like we really, we really add drama to the most unnecessary things. It, it doesn't have to be any beef. When, when you let different friendships go, like it doesn't have to be any beef. And when you guys just happen to reconnect, it can just be like, hey girl, what's up? How you been? How you, how's your family? How's your job? How's your career? It's no beef. It's just, you know, that you're not close to them anymore like you used to. Um, so that's okay. That that's I'm telling you that that's that's okay and that's really really natural. There are friends that are literally going to be friends with us forever till we die, but there's also friends that are just friends for a season or just friends for a moment or just college friends or just high school friends or just home, home you know um hometown friends. 
that's natural and that's normal, you know? So yeah, be encouraged with that. Um, something else I would say is mm, the ending of a thing doesn't have to be, yeah, this kind of actually goes into what I just said. Like the ending of a thing doesn't have to be this drama filled, like, you know, ending of a thing or breakup or whatever. Like it could just literally be you letting go. Like, you know, like we, we've normalized just uh, dr- drama, you know, we've normalized drama and different things like that. So much so when you let something go and you end something and you actually have the peace of the Lord that he talks about in his word, right? People look at you like you're crazy. They look at you like, no, there must be actually something wrong with you. And I think you, you know, you have to sit down and talk to somebody. And it's like, I have, I've been talking to Jesus and, and, and my, and you know, those that God has told me to talk to about the situation. Um, but yeah, like it's just the ending of a thing doesn't have to be this oh big dramatic and traumatic like breakup with bombs just going off and just, you know, like it doesn't have to be that. Like it can literally just be like, you know what, God, I let go and I give it to you. And you just close that chapter. It, it it really, it really, really can be that simple. Now I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like um, downplaying or, or negating just our emotions and just us being human. But um, it really doesn't have to be this drama filled thing. It could just be you talking to God about it, and God's like, "Yeah, it's time to let go," and you just let go. It could really, really be that simple, you know. So, yeah. Um, what else? Something else I learned. Ooh, now this has gotten me in trouble more times than I, I want to admit, but, um, I learned that I'm not a savior. No matter how hard I try, I can't save anyone. Now there, there's a difference between interceding from, for someone and standing in the gap for them, compared to you throwing yourself in the lion's den while they sit back and watch popcorn. I said watch popcorn, eat popcorn <laughs> and watch you get devoured right, by their lions. That's the thing. Like, that, that's, that's child. That's the thing. It's like you try to fight someone's demons that they are holding hands with. Let me tell you something. I, I like, no, like I'm, I'm serious. Like y'all remember that story in the Bible? It's funny y'all. Cause I feel like every single time I quote scriptures, I can never tell you where it is. Like, I promise you, I read the Bible. I promise to you, I really do. But I just, for some reason, when I record, I cannot remember specifically like where it's at, but I know there's a story in the Bible <laughs> where there was this time where I think it was, he was like a, a false prophet or something that was trying to do deliverance on this man that was possessed. And he was just like, oh, you know, I rebuke you and I command you to come out in the name that, uh, was it Paul? I think it was Peter. In the name that, that Peter uses. And the demon literally looked at him and said, Paul, I know. I think it was Peter. Was it Peter or Paul? I think it's Paul. God, I think it's Paul. <laughs> We're going to go with Paul. <laughs> Paul, I know. Um, Jesus, I know. But who are you? Like that, that story shakes me up because it's like, literally, like you, you, we, you, you only have authority over demons that you don't attach yourself to. You cannot expect to, to try to fight somebody's issues and problems. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, they're cuddling with it. Like 
those days for me are over like are over now like I said there's a difference between interceding and realizing somebody's weak in the area and somebody's struggling that's okay but when they actually like want they actually want deliverance and no I'm not saying you can oh you're saying you're, you should only pray for somebody when when they're perfect that's not what I'm saying but what I'm saying is that like there's just a difference between interceding from somebody, right? Interceding for somebody and standing in the gap compared to like you over here saying, oh, come out in Jesus name. And they're over over here holding hands with the demon. Like that's just for me. Like, listen, those days are over. I am so sick <laughs> of getting burned by people's demons of me trying to help you. And I'm the one getting attacked. And meanwhile, you over here like sitting back relaxing. Yo, I'm done. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm so done of allowing, you know, things to affect me that, that don't even that don't even directly uh, connect to me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I'm, I'm so I'm so over that. So that 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 definitely is one of my lessons this year. Um, something else I can say is, oh, yeah, believe it or not, you are standing in an answered prayer. <laughs> believe it or not. Believe it or not, and I know life has a way of making you feel that you did not grow, making you feel that you've been stuck in the same position for a very long time, making you feel that you're stagnant, making you feel that life is boring and you're just going to the, you know, going through the mundane <clears throat> day to day. But never forget where you were. Like for me, just even simply rem- remembering like where I was this time last year. Oof, like for real, like if you, if you can just, if you can literally just remember where you were and for you, it doesn't have to be this time last year. It could be yesterday. It can be uh, last month. It could be last year, five years ago, 10 years ago, but just always, I encourage you to always have the perspective to know that you're literally standing in in an answered prayer and it can be the smallest thing. Whether it's like, okay, God, I prayed for you for a house and now I'm living in my house. Or it could be, God, I prayed for you for a peace of mind and I actually haven't had suicidal thoughts lately. Or it could be, God, I prayed um, for my parents not to get a divorce. Yeah, they're still arguing, but they, they haven't gotten divorced yet. They're working on it. Like the, the, the littlest things, please remind, and it really will help you, please remind yourself daily that I am standing in an answered prayer. Because, you know, like life has a way of making us complain about a lot of stuff. Just naturally, we complain about a lot of stuff. But just remember that, like, you are in an answered prayer. And you are in something that you prayed for some time ago. Whether it was yesterday, two days ago, two years ago, 20 years ago. At some point, you prayed for what you're standing in right now. So embrace that. And, and just be grateful for that. And thank God for that. Um, something else that I can say is, oh yeah, boundaries. <laughs> and if you have not listened to my boundaries episode that I did some time ago, y'all can't even remember when, but I did an episode on boundaries. I think it was, uh, when did I do it? It wasn't a part of the people pleaser episode, was it? I don't, I don't think it was. I don't know. But I did an episode on boundaries. Y'all, please excuse me. I'm like, it's literally like almost midnight and I'm like so out of it. But this episode needs to go up. Anyway, (laughs) I 
I did an episode on boundaries. And um, I, I did that episode for myself, man. So like this lesson is boundaries are necessary. They are necessary and they are healthy. Do not feel bad for the boundaries that you put up for yourself and your well-being and your peace of mind and your sanity. Like, and especially when you're a people pleaser like myself, hence the series that I did. If you have not listened to it, please go do that. When you're a people pleaser like myself, a lot of people will be very angry <laughs> when you set boundaries because they're just like, um, why are you setting this boundary with me now? A lot of times like you allow me just to, to come in and, and, and you know, say whatever want you say whatever I want to you. And however I want to, like you, you never really operate with boundaries before. Why now? Um, boundaries are important, man. And like I said, in, in my boundaries episode, as Christians, we like to be like, oh, well, you know, God's called us to all people. So we don't want to shut people out. There, there's a difference <laughs> of shutting people out and just be being wise with who you allow in your inner, inner circle and who you allow to speak to you and over your life, right? There, there's, a, there's a difference. So yes, God's called us to all people. Yes, God has called us to love. Yes, God has called us to welcome people with open arms and, and to not be stingy and to, and, to, and to love people. Yes, he has. Um, but also he's taught us to have boundaries too. He's taught us to have boundaries. And, th- and that, is, that is Jesus had boundaries. Like Jesus had boundaries and that's okay. Like there's plenty of times in the Bible where the, you know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees wanted to corner Jesus and somehow he slid his way through them and walked off because he's like, okay, well, this is where I'm done talking and I'm just going to keep going off. That's a boundary. That that's a boundary where he's like, you know, like saying to somebody, you know, I actually am choosing to not engage in this conversation right now with you. Um, when will I be able to? I don't know, but it's just not right now. Thank you. That is okay. That is okay to set boundaries. And it's okay, especially for me, I've learned um setting boundaries with family. That's normal. And that's okay. Cause even though they're your mom, even though you're they're your dad, even though you're they're your brother, your sister, your aunt, cousin, you know, grandma, grandpa, they're still human. Like under the title of who of their relation to you, they're a person. <laughs> they're a human. And then with human, we come with a lot of layers and 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 flesh. <laughs> so um it's okay to set boundaries. So that's something. Um, what else? Oh yeah. So this this probably has to be my biggest lesson towards the end of 2022 is that um, one day, one day, that person will realize why you did what you did, whether it was to end that friendship, like I said, end that relationship, distance yourself, choose to close that chapter with them, choose to... Um, you know, whether it's a boundary, well, you know, instill boundaries or whatever, whatever it is. Um, one day that person will realize and understand why you did what you did and why that was necessary for you and also for them and for, for them to grow and for them to be the best person that they can be and for God to work on them. 
Um, so one day they'll realize that why you had to do that. When will that day be? I do not know. But I will not <laughs> torment torment myself to know. Right? Like I'm not I'm I'm not going to let that torment me. Like especially being a people pleaser, it's just like, oh God, like you're you're so used to to wanting um everyone to be pleased with you. So much so that you sometimes allow yourself to operate in dishonesty or operate in um, um, not in authenticity just so that person can can be pleased with you for a slight second. Because that's the thing about people being pleased with you and being happy with what you're doing. It's only for a certain amount of time because just, just as humans and, and just in our flesh, we're never satisfied completely in, in our own will where we never are. But... But yeah, this was this was a big lesson for me, y'all, is that like one day that person will realize when that day will be. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm not going to go back and forth in my mind to be like, oh, my God, what are they thinking about me? What are, you know, what about the people around them? What do they think about me? And um, what are they going to say? And, and you know, they, they probably are looking at me being, you know, they're probably looking at me different now. And I feel like that's definitely a... Um, People pleasers fear is to be uh, misjudged, to be misunderstood and to be mislabeled. Um, that that's definitely a, a big, big fear. But you just you just have to know that people are going to think what they want to think about you at the end of the day. They're, they're, they're going to think what they want to think about you. They're just going to. They're going to think what they want to think about you. And you cannot control that. You can't. You you cannot you cannot control that. And being a friend um or being obedient to God, like being a friend friend of God and being obedient to God can make you an enemy to, to certain people and people you least expect. People you people you people you least expect. Seriously. So, um, so yeah, just, just really, really meditate on that and really, 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 uh, take that in because a lot of times we really, um, allow torment in and allow ourselves to beat ourselves up because, um, that person is thinking that way about us and they're mad because we made that decision and stuff like that. And no matter what you do, like people will never be satisfied especially when you're a people pleaser and you're and you're never used to sticking up for yourself or you're never used to actually being honest. People are going to feel some type of way and that, let them feel some type of way. All you all you can do is pray for for their hearts to be aligned with God's will. That's it. That that that's all you can pray. So please just just free yourself. Sure, for sure. Like don't don't allow yourself to be tormented. Like one one day they'll understand. But you don't know when, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, that that's that's a that's a really really big one. And another big one, another really big one is that you're never in too deep to say no. You are never in too deep to change your mind. You're never in too deep to say, you know what? I'm actually good. <clears throat> like you're you're never you're you're never you're never in too deep no matter who it will affect 
no matter how their thoughts of you may change, you know. Now, mind you, I'm prefacing all of this with the Holy Spirit, like I always say. <laughs> but um, you're never in too deep. You're never, it, it, you should never be like, God, I'm already in too deep. I have to just go all the way. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, no, no. Like, God, there's grace. God is, Jesus died on the cross for us to be able to you know, uh, open different doors and start walking on a path, but choose to be like, oh, this ain't the path for me and choose to walk away that he's given us that grace. Right. Um, but there's something my mom always says. Um, and I feel like a lot of Nigerian moms say (laughs) something my mom always says. She, she always says that this life is just one. And basically that means like, uh, you only live once, which is like a universal term, right? YOLO. Um, but Seriously, like you only live once and you don't want to spend the rest of your life miserable or in regret um, or just living a life of um, just second thoughts, right? And just really regret, like I said, because you never spoke up for yourself. So just know that um, it's it's never too late. It's never, never think that, man, I mean, well this person's already involved and we already did this and we already got, I got no, listen, you, <laughs> me, like we only hear once y'all like now, mind you, like I, like I always preface, please move with Holy spirit. Take, you know what I'm saying? Like to a certain extent, take people's feelings to consideration and, but above all put God's word above everybody. But, um, just know that don't don't ever think that you're you're ever too deep to 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 um change your mind or to say no and that that's with anything even for me like for me this i learned this the the most in the area of relationships and also in the area of careers because in 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 my career like um i mean my <laughs> college was a mess y'all when it came to career wise cuz I, I didn't know what i wanted to do and and i i did not know what i wanted to do at all um so I spent most of my college career just flopping from from career and, and major and major to, to this major and that major and that program and that program because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and you would think, uh, which is which is an appropriate thought, <laughs> you would think that when you're a senior, your last semester, months before graduation, that, okay, well, sis, you, you came this far, girl, you gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying, settle on something. And still God made a way for me to be able to really change my mind and for him to really um, have been this entire time orchestrating my steps um, to really uh, do a career that I love, which is digital marketing and social media. Um, so, so yeah, just, just, just know that you're, you're, it's, it's, you're never, you're never in too deep. You're never in too deep. You never, it's never the the worth of a thing is only there when God is there and God is there when it's un, in his will and you're in his will when you're obedient to what he's telling you to do. So if he's not in it, the worth is not there. So that's, that's a, that's a big one. Um, what else? A few more things. Um, this is a big thing for me as well <laughs> is, um, do not let your idolatry of a thing hinder or blind you from taking a step back, analyzing the thing again, and realizing that it's not God's best. 
Like don't don't allow your your idolatry, everything. Like, oh God, like I prayed for this for so long and it's finally here. And meanwhile, God is literally shoving red flags down your throat. (laughs) And you're just not, you're not getting it right. (laughs) Like you're not, it's not coming to you. Um, and, and you're thinking like, oh God, but I prayed for it. It's fine. I prayed for it. And, and you gave it to me, but God, like the devil can also send us counterfeits and God can also him being God can send us counterfeits just to see if we love that thing more than him. Right. So he can give you the perfect person. But if he says it's time for you to let go. You, you, you're you going to turn around and say to God, oh, no, nah, God, you tripping. <laughs> you gave this to me. Play it, play. I ain't letting this go. So you can ask somebody else to do it. No, that is not. You can't. You, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. You cannot do that. And and just like what I said before, like that thing that you probably prayed for and that you idolize, if God's not in it, the worth of it is not there. It's not. Like literally when, when Moses said, was it? Uh, it was Moses, y'all. I promise it was Moses. When Moses said to God in, in some chapter, when he said to God, I'm pretty sure it was Genesis, but when he said to God, um, if your presence doesn't go with us, we're not going to go. There was a reason why Moses said that because he knew the 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 weight and the 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 benefit and the um the beauty of God's presence and God's blessing right and God's will and God really um covering something. He knew that. He knew the value of it. And he knew that without that it's nothing. So don't let oh I prayed for this for so long um let that blind you from looking at what it is and looking at okay you played you prayed for that thing for so long but is it God's best is that is that the best God is saying that he can do for you you know so so it's 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 okay it's 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 okay to to read like I said we have grace y'all we, we have grace God is Jesus, Jesus died for us so we can learn <laughs> so we can have lessons so we can um um really learn about different things and really look that look look back at things and reanalyze things and really um look at it for what it is and really see if it's his best you know so so just don't let your oh it's an answered prayer i can't let it go don't let that really hinder you from seeing is it an answered prayer <laughs> like in its entirety like is it you know so yeah so Definitely, definitely let that sit with you for a little bit. Um, something else that I would say is that, mm, yeah, you'd be very surprised of what God can do when you stay positioned. You This year, God really blew my mind just with the opportunities that God really opened up for me. Um, just even one that I can even speak on on here is just that... Um, and I'm pretty sure if you don't know, definitely go to, you know, our Instagram page at call by my name underscore, even listen to previous episodes. I'm pretty open about my career journey and just how I even got to where I'm where I am now in my career. But um, next year, um, for the first half of next year, I'll have a whole marketing intern um, at my job. So I'll literally be teaching somebody <laughs> and really be a supervisor for somebody who has a degree in marketing. And, and mind you, I don't have a degree in marketing. So 
I'm saying that to say that you'll be you'll be very surprised what God what God can do when you are positioned. A lot of times, you know, we have this tunnel vision mentality of like, no, like this is how you're supposed to do it. This is how you, they they say you're supposed to do it. It's black and white. This is the only way. And you have that tunnel vision mentality. Meanwhile, God is yelling at you and trying to get your attention from the sidelines and saying, hey, go this way. It will save you five years if you go this way. You can go that way, but it's going to be longer, right? So you'll you'll be surprised if you just follow the voice of God and you'll be surprised um, how quickly he can really take you to those goals and take you to those desires of what you always wanted. Um, that's in his will, of course, but... Um, You'd be surprised. God really opened a lot of doors for me this year and really gave me a lot of opportunities and a lot of um a lot of great things that I, that I really can can look back and say, "Yeah, it can only be God." You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Um so, so yeah. That that's that's what I would say. And it, and it's funny when when you're in position, a lot of people will try to sway you. A lot of people will try to sway you and say, "Oh, we'll go this, go that." But that is when you really have to um settle within yourself. Um, the authority and the power of God's voice and how God can can change things in the nick of time, as the saints love to say. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I would say. Um, the last two things I would say is sometimes God will present opportunities to you just to show you how not ready you are for the actual thing. Like sometimes God will literally present, give you different things and open different doors temporarily just to show you how much you're scrambling and how much, how unprepared you were for it. Like, cause for, for me, like for me, that was definitely it. Like for my business, cause one, one of my really, really big, big dreams one day, very soon, prayerfully next year, prayerfully, prayerfully next year is opening up my own marketing firm and really making it a whole corporation. When God brought interested clients to me, y'all had nothing aligned, like nothing prepared, nothing. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And God's like, you praying for multiple streams of income. You ain't even got your papers lined up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm telling you, like, God will seriously open doors for you for a second just to show you, like, you you praying this to me, telling me to get you this or else I'm giving it to you. You ain't even ready. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So um, God can do that. God, and that's the intentionality of God. So one last thing, the last thing that I will say that I learned in 2022, um, which is actually what I'm learning right now, which is actually what I was speaking on earlier in the episode, is that joy is a choice. Faith is a choice. Hope is a choice. Um, and it's a choice. It's, it's a choice. And God is not a God that's going to drag you or going to force you. Um, he's a God that wants to know that you're all into. So he is not going to give you an ultimatum. He's not, I mean, the only ultimatum that we, I mean, the only ultimatum that we got is, you know what I'm saying? Heaven or hell, right? But <laughs> on judgment day, but other than that, um, um, it's a choice. It, it's a, it's a choice that you don't have to make, but you really should. Um, I was listening to a preaching that Jackie Hill Perry did, um, and it was about Abraham and Isaac and, and um, Abraham sacrificing or uh, test, God was testing Abraham and seeing if he would sacrifice Isaac and trust him. And um, at the end of her preaching, she said she said something so, so big. She said that 
Um, sometimes you have to put your body in a position that gives your heart the room to catch up. And who like that, like, and I'm said, yeah, I said, I said it before this episode, I, before I started talking about this, but like, that is like, I'm telling y'all like that really has been carrying me like for real. Like when she said that, like, seriously, like sometimes you, you really, really have to, you don't, you don't feel like praying to God will get on your knees <laughs> and, and, and ju- just sit there. Just sit there. If you don't even have the words to talk to God, just sit there. Just sit there. Or you don't even have the, the voice to even sing that worship song. Just let it play in the background. You'll, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised what can happen when you change your position, your, your, your physical posture. So your, your spiritual posture can align. You'll be very surprised. So. So yeah, guys, this episode, see, I, y'all, I really be trying. I, I really, really do. But these episodes just, just are just getting longer and longer. But, um, but no, that is all the main things I learned in 2023. And um, the last thing that I was talking about when I was talking about choice in the beginning, I was talking about pride and everything. So what I was going to say is that um, in the beginning of next year, something that, that I'm doing that's pretty exciting to me is you guys seem to really love the People Pleaser episode series. So I want to do another mini series, but this time about pride. <laughs> now, listen, even agreeing to do this series is has brought some deliverance to me because my God today, like... Ooh, pride, entitlement, bitterness, girl, guy, like, <laughs> it's, seriously, it's, it's something that I know all too well, especially now. Um, but yeah, I really want to do a series, a mini series about pride and just about um, the dangers of pride, but also um, how we can operate in pride in ways that we don't even know that we are, you know, so... Um, so yeah, that is pretty much all I've learned this year, guys. Not all I've learned, but the main things of what I've learned in 2023. But I really hope that you really take at least one of these things. And even if you don't apply it, at least just think about it, just meditate on it and, and even tell me like, can you relate to it? Um, did you learn things, um, this year that kind of aligns to what I said, or if I didn't mention something that you probably learned and that you want to share with me, um, please, please, please. Of course, you guys are always open to, um, definitely DM us on our Instagram page at called by my name underscore, but I really hope you enjoyed this episode. So I wanted to end off this episode and 2022 (laughs) saying thank you guys so, 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 so much just for listening, for sticking with me, for really being patient with me and my inconsistencies (laughs) with posting earlier this year and the majority of this year. But um, no, seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, I'm just really, really grateful, uh, just for the growth of this podcast. Like I on Instagram, I think, I think I'm almost at 
400 followers on this page and even just when I'm looking at my analytics guys as of like um, how many listenings I'm getting um, for episodes I mean it's it's blowing my mind just how quick you guys jump on episodes and I'm so 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 grateful not even that you're um, trusting my voice and, and just really thinking that my voice is relevant and worth listening to but you really are trusting God with the vision of called by my name so um I'm really, really grateful. And um, I did pull up. So y'all know how on Spotify they do like um, analytics of different like albums and, and podcasts. So I got one for mine, of course. And it shows here that I increased um, 130% for followers and people listen to me in three different countries. So I'm like, oh my God, God's taking me to the nations. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm just... All jokes aside, I'm, I'm, I really, really am grateful. Seriously, guys. So thank you so much just for um, supporting this podcast and being here. But I, my plans for 2023 for Called By My Name is just to keep going. Like, I really want to um, grow this muscle of consistency. Like, I just want to keep, keep going. Like, I don't want to stop. Like, I just want to just really take this to the next level. I, I really don't want to have moments where y'all don't hear from me from like two months, three months. I don't want that. Like I want to keep, keep going and just really um, talking, which is what I've been doing through life and through seasons, good seasons and bad seasons. So um, that's the plan, y'all, just to keep going. Of course, next year, so many of you guys have requested, which I have been listening and I've actually been obeying as of recently, to bring on guests. Like I know how much you guys love me, right? I know how much you love me and love my voice but <laughs> I really want to bring other people on here y'all because y'all know I not only love to talk to you but I also love to have like active real-time conversations with people and I think it'll be really dope for you guys just to hear um that type of conversation through called by my name so that is definitely a really big goal of mine um that I want to reach very early on in 2023 um is to bring on guests and to really make that a flow on the podcast um and one thing that one more thing I definitely want to add is to finally 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 record on video and build that avenue for you guys and start a YouTube channel um where it is my podcast but for those that like to watch me while I talk and have these different conversations with different guests and things you have that option too um, so this is something that uh, a lot of people have been like, yo, glow, like, so when is the video going to come out? Right. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> but no, I really, I really, 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 really want to bring that for you guys. And um, I do have, I mean, I, I do have a YouTube channel. If you guys don't know, I haven't been on it in like ages, but um, just to say that being on YouTube, I'm not foreign to it at all. So I'm, as you guys probably can tell, I'm a very animated person. So I love to be on video anyway. So, um, that's something else that I just want to continue doing. And overall, just continue shifting the brand of my podcast and just growing by, you know, bringing more people on, um, making the video option for you guys prayerfully like in 2024 I can do like a live recording event like listen y'all 
I know y'all like, whoa, are you serious? I'm like, yes. Like, I really, really want to do that. Seriously, seriously, seriously. I just, I just want to, I really want to grow with this podcast. I really, really do. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop. I really want to grow because I know God can do great things. He's already doing it. Like, he's already doing great things. So please keep sticking with me and believing in the vision of called by my name. But I want to just end off officially this episode by wishing you a very, very, very Merry Christmas um, and a happy new year and a happy holidays and all the good things. Um, Please surround yourself with those that you love and that love you back. And um, not only just, you know, I feel like sometimes for for us single people, it can be pretty hard, but um, surround yourself with with family, with, with just those that you love and that love you back. So whether it's coworkers, whether it's your parents, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your pets, <laughs> whether it's um, your foster family, whether it's your neighbors, just anybody that you love and that loves you back, surround yourself with that. But um, Merry Christmas, guys, and happy holidays. And I will see you in the new year. I love you so, so much. And I'm so appreciative of you.